0: Psalm 34 and 8 is used to express strong emotion or feeling. I want you to keep that in mind because the psalm has had great emotion when it came to what he. Said in verse eight. "Oh" also is used to express thoughts of what's on a person's mind, and we know that firsthand. That that uh, when we say "oh" about something. Something has been triggered in our thoughts, in our mind. And contextually, the psalmist was emotional or had on his mind taste. Taste. That's what he had on his mind taste. And, and, uh, when you consider taste, you know literally it primarily has to do with, with food. Wow. You know, we eat a piece of shrimp, chicken, grits, yeah. and then we talk about how it tastes. Yeah, you, you did that. And sometimes you may take one bite and talk about how it tastes. (laughs) Sometimes you may eat the whole plate and say, oh God, that sure was good. But you express what it tastes like to you. It's personal. And so in in considering that, I want to take Taste a little further in reference to just a few connotations. First, taste is an experience, it's something that you experience. The root meaning of taste is touch something of somebody you have you have come in contact with you you like the chicken because you you didn't just touch it with your hand but you allowed your tongue to experience it you allowed your tongue to to touch or come in contact with you. And it calls you to get emotional about it. Woo! Some of y'all got some thoughts going through your head right now. Now, from an archaic standpoint, taste means to enjoy very much. I mean, you like it. I was eating something this week. It it was so good. I I got to go back and get me some more. You ever had seconds? I'm going to take it a little further. You ever had thirds? You ever went back for seconds and you say, well... That's what I just had, but it ain't but a little bit more, so I might as well just get everything. And you ate it simply because you enjoyed it very much. And that's how the psalmist felt, but it wasn't about chicken, wasn't about shrimp, it was about the Lord. It was about the Lord. He he wanted people to touch or come in contact with God. Wanted them to experience God. And that's what we want when, when we urge you or encourage you to give God his tithes and offerings. It's not about getting your money. It's about letting you see A witness. God doing what he promised according to Malachi 3, 6, and following. It's about you experiencing what God promised according to Luke 6 and 38. You know what Jesus said? Give and it shall be given. How? Good measure. Press down, shaken together, and running over. And, And so even God Himself wants us to experience His benefits, experience His blessings. And so He tells us to, to do certain things that imply taste. Again, give and it shall be given. How? Good? Press? Shaken and running some of us have tasted how good it is to give. Some of us know what it is to give and God do more than your paycheck can do. Some of us know what it is to receive the blessings of God after obeying him. Because God turns around and does for you what man said could never happen. A man had the audacity to tell you, come back in two or three years and we might be able to do it. But then God stepped in and did it in less than 30 days. You ought to give my hand of praise if I'm talking about you. Woo! How many have learned man can't stop what God has ordained for you to have? Whether it's money, whether it's healing, whether it's deliverance, it does not matter. If God has ordained for you to have this, that, and the other, and you trust him, you believe, he'll do it. You better look up because your redemption is drawing near. God will do exactly what he said plus. What did Paul say? He'll do exactly. Seating abundantly above all that you ask or think. Some of us get emotional thinking about what God done done for us. How many can just say without without hesitation, God has brought you from a long way. God has brought you from where? God has did for you what your own family said would never happen. Your family may not tell you to your face, but in their mind, they know you are a miracle. They know you have changed and it wasn't by your hand. They know that God delivered you and raised you up. And so, the psalmist. He wanted people to taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see. Taste and find out firsthand that he could. You you'll be amazed at, at, at the person that that may be beside you, behind you, or in front of you that used to talk about churches like this. Used to talk about folk like you. Used to call you a fanatic. Man, they just go to church all the time. Don't they ever get tired? They believe that God can do anything. They need to wise up. Ain't nobody doing nothing they can't see. Some of us used to say crazy stuff until we tasted God. I said until we tasted God. Some of us used to pull mouth all the time until we found out that God wanted us to be the head, not the tail, to live above only and not beneath. Some of us used to think that certain things were impossible until we tasted God and found out with Him all things are doable. Say to your neighbor, God can do anything. Save faith Oh you ought to preach that to one more person God can Do anything Save faith There is no failure in God That's the reason folk that gave up on you, they are amazed at how your life had been turned around. And when they asked you how did it happen, you told them God. And and they knew that there is no failure in God because he raised you up. Some folk know God is real simply because of you. You the reason they believe in God. I've had folks tell me, well, if God could bring you out, Walker, I know he can help me. If you trust him like that, I know he can do some things for me. We are living testimonies. And, that, and so the psalmist was like, taste. Taste. it. Touch him. Make contact. And watch what he does for you. He's no respect of person. You can't just look at the preacher and think, he, that's the only one that he's doing it for. Look around you. Taste. And find out. Taste and get in your being, knowledge, and understanding when it comes to God. Taste and see that God is good. Taste and see that God is good. How many of you say, where was God in all this when you didn't know no better? You have folks saying that right now in in the midst of a pandemic. How come God ain't intervening? Every time man mess up, they want God to step in and clean it up. (laughs) Hold on. And then they go right back to their mess. (laughs) You know how we used to, oh, God, help me out. He helped you out. You go right back to your. You know what I'm saying? But the psalmist said you need to taste and see that he is good. I don't care what you go through. You you should never curse God. The Bible talks about all that Job went through. Lost his children. Lost a lot of things that God had blessed him with. You know, just went through a horrendous time. Went through trial after trial after trial after trial after trial financially, physically, emotionally, but he never curse God. He still had in his being that God was good. Even though he didn't have folk around him at the time encouraging him about how good God is especially his spouse huh. remember she came to him and she said hey you you still, still? <laughs> holding on to your little integrity yeah. and you see all this stuff and your god and let this that and the other happen you don't you know it's time for you to just curse him, uh-huh. tell, him tell him off and kill yourself of course, she said die, but you know the implication was kill yourself so I can move on. She was a hindrance to him, uh, uh, to her, from moving on. What other reason would she say to him, curse God and die? You hindering me, I got things to do. No matter what you go through, don't point the finger at God. I don't know why God won't. Don't point the finger at God to my God won't heal you. God is healer. Don't point the finger saying God won't deliver you. Everything God promised in his word, he will do. Now, he's going to do it on his timetable. But he will do. Now if it's your appointment to die. He's going to do that too. But if God promised if you have faith that he'll raise you up. He will do that. You know why he'll do it? Because he's good. God is good. He's so good to where he said in Matthew 24 and 35. Heaven and earth shall pass but not my word I'm going to do what my word decrees and see God gives us yes written but revealed word you got to understand God gives a revealed word that's Bible that ain't Walker that's Bible, Amos 3 and 7, surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal. Here's what, his secrets. God going to reveal, and he going to bag up his word, whether written or revealed. But don't ever get to the point to where you think God is not good. Just because your healing is not coming in a timely manner according to the way you're thinking, don't ever blame God. If certain things are happening with you, with your family, don't blame God and with God why are you are like. Don't blame God. A lot of things happen because folks reap what they sow. God is so good to where He'll look at you being messy, but He'll still pull you out of your mess. That's how good God is. Some of us got a whole lot of secrets. That God could expose. But the reason he has not exposed your mess. Is because he is good. I got a drill list because I want you to understand. Without question, without doubt. That when it comes to our God. He is G-O-O-D. Did I spell that right? God is good. Say to your neighbor, God is good. good. All the time. time. Look at somebody and say, and all the time, time. God is good. good. Whatever you're going through right now, God is good to you in your situation. It could be worse. The reason it's not worse is because God is good. God's so good to where he'll give you a heads up. In reference to how your situation going to turn out. You'll come to church and he'll reveal to you personally that you're going to come out of your situation and you're going to be better when you came, when you come out than when you went in. If you're on the same page with me, shout at two folks and tell them God is good. shout at one more person and say, God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. How often? All the time. Don't blame him. Don't blame him for nothing you go through. Well, it seemed like pastor prospering, but I ain't prospering. It seemed like everybody in my family doing good, but I ain't doing as good as... Don't, don't, don't blame God because of that. Don't blame God. Don't blame God because God is good. Folk have, have went from loving God... To to hate God. Because they didn't get a good taste of God. If somebody can talk you out. Of believing in the name of Jesus. And he saved you, clean you up. You have blasphemed. God is good and he expresses his goodness through the name Jesus. That's the reason we don't end the prayer just with an amen. We end the prayer in the name of Jesus. Because the Bible tells us whatever we ask, if we ask it in the name of Jesus, he will do it. Why will he do it? Because he is good. When I go through trouble, I tell God, I say, Lord, you're so good. My situation could be worse. When God took my father, I say, God, you are so good. You saved this religious man before you took him and allowed him to live years tasting of your goodness. I have no reason to cry because you are that good. Lord, I don't have all that I may desire, but I have so much, God, to be thankful for. You are so good. Out of your mouth. Should come how should come how good God is, never should you utter a curse in reference to God, because God is good. Three definitions of good as it pertains to the Hebrew word that refers to good. Number one, and I'm doing it from a theological standpoint. Number one, when it comes to to God being good, it says about him that he is the greatest of the best. He the best. Point blank, the best. Why is he the best? Who else do you know that's omnipotent? That, that, that means whatever predicament you find yourself in, God has the power to bring you out. But he, he's not just omnipotent, he's omniscient, he knows everything. That, that means when, when you ever get a report and the report says that they don't know what to do in reference to your situation, look, God knows everything, and He will tell you what you need to do. One thing about God, God won't hold back information. God will give you revelation in reference to your situation. He'll tell you exactly what to do. That's the reason Jesus in Matthew 7 and 7 said to his disciples, look, just ask and it shall be given. Seek, you will find. Knock and it will be open. Then he turned around and said, for everyone. Then ask. You're going to get it. If you seek, you're going to find it. And if you knock, it's going to be open. He will let his disciples know, I do it for all y'all. I ain't no respect the a person. He will not hold back information. Now, some things he say may blow your mind because of being so simple. See, see, God will take mud and cause you to see. God will tell you to go wash and you'll get a healing. Simple stuff. God will tell you, well, just give 10% and you'll come out of financial despair. 10%, I'm going to come out of, fi- yeah, 10%, you'll come out of financial despair. Then all of what I'm saying is Bible. Why does he give us simple stuff? Because he's good. He don't want to complicate your life with a whole lot of stuff. He knows you don't have the the know how to do. He just wants to put it on the table in a plain way. Oh, folks say his word is so simple. So plain that even a way fair and fool shouldn't err. And some of us used to be fools when it came to the Bible. We, we, used, we used to just be ignorant when it came to the Bible. Even folk that had offices in the church were ignorant when it came to the Bible. Don't you read Revelation? You don't need to read that Revelation book. Why? Hey, don't, don't read that. For years, I wouldn't read Revelation because folks said, you don't read Revelation. That's that last day book. Don't never open it up. Well, what is it in the Bible for? Don't you read that. And when, and when I had a desire to be blessed, folk would tell you crazy stuff. And I'm sitting there looking at the Bible. Why well, if God doing all this for folk in the Bible? Why can't he do it for us? That ain't for everybody. But he said he ain't no respecter person. He the same yesterday, today, and forever. God good. You got to understand he good. Even when your situation is not good, he good. Because he gives us simple verses like this right here. Romans 8 and 28. Hey, Walker, I know you're going through a trial, but all things work together for the good. Because you, you love me and because others love it. So, Walker, you, you're going through something hard right now, but it's going to work out. So, you want me, I'm going through all this, but you want me to keep on my mind. It's going to work. Yeah. It's going to work out, Walker. Who oh, that good to tell you no matter what you go through, it's gonna turn out in your faith. Say to your neighbor, God is finish it. Say to one more neighbor, God is finish it. it. He's gonna tell you at your worst and your worstest time, on your worst day, oh, that it's gonna work out for your good. Good. You have an unbearable pain from your crown to the sole of your feet. But he going to tell you as well. And see, sometimes he'll throw something like that at us, and it's so simple. it be like, as well. Man, when God tell you something, you just accept it. And then just let him work. Just let him work. Told me when I was broke. Past broke. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Past broke. But I was just chasing. Uh, maybe I was level 10 broke. Told me, told me at, at that moment. Look. It's going to come a time the where you ain't never don't worry about money. you talking to me <laughs> you, you sure you got the right word because you know we ain't got nothing in this house. We' searching for pennies at, at, and you telling me that? That was my mindset then but it happened. I said it happened. If you believe what God tells you he'll do it. Yes he will. I said he will do it. Why? Wow. he's good. he's the best but it also means get this Lord verse, he's better. He's better than anybody you know. you holding on? He's better than anything you know or you don't know. He's better. The root meaning of better is remedy. If God is better, that means he is your answer for whatever you need a solution for. He's your cure. He's a remedy. God is. Some of us can testify that God was our remedy to get out of the mess we were wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in. Man, how you come out of that? You go, You went to rehab? Man, how you come out of that? You got a pill? How you stop doing that, man? What? The? He's your remedy. He made it better for you. It be true just yesterday. But God made it better for me, and He's making it better for me. He my remedy. God can take something natural and cause it, and cause it to do the supernatural for you. He took water and turned it into supernatural wine. And folks be like, "Well, Jesus, he made wine. That, that ain't that wine you getting at the liquor house." That ain't, that ain't that wine you buy at B and B package store. If Jesus showed up this morning and turned a bottle of that Perrier back down into some water, into some wine, I'll drink it in front of y'all. Supernatural wine. you hear me he'll, ta- he'll take something natural and cause something supernatural to happen he'll take flour flour in the midst of a famine and, and cause just, just a little bit of flour to last until the famine is over He'll tell you to go on a trip and you ain't got but ten dollars but make sure you are taken care of from from the time you leave your house to the time you come back to your house. I went to Savannah. I'll never forget this. Years ago, had just got saved. I had twenty dollars. Was in the back seat of, of, of uh, Brother Ricky's car riding and just looking at never seen the ocean before had $20 in my pocket you walk yeah $20 in my pocket every restaurant they went to I ate same hotel they stayed at I stayed there when I got back home, I had $20 in my pocket. Same 20 I had when I left. I had when I got back. God will touch folk hard to take care of you. And oftentimes, you don't even have to ask unless God trying to get rid of your pride. Bro Ricky probably don't even remember this. He said, look, he said, look, he said, I'm going to take care of everything. Thank you so much because I knew this 20 20 wasn't going to take care. I knew God was going to do something. Thank you so much. You hear me? You have to be to the point to where you know God is your remedy. He will do better for you. For you. For you. And you may tell you something. Since that time, I can't even count on fingers and toes how many folk have went On vacation because I paid for it. You better know it. You hear me? Fingers and toes. Why? He blessed me. And Lord knows what I reaped. I wanted somebody else to reap as well. God blesses you to be a blessing. Last thing. When it comes to God being good based upon the Hebrew word, it means that he is bountiful. Bountiful in one sense means that he has abundance. David so understood how amazing God was to where David him, Himself wrote, even the cattle that sets. Upon a thousand hills. Belongs to God. He also said. The earth. Is the Lord's. And his fullness. Everything belongs. To him. Everything. Everything. Belongs. To him. He is that. Good. So don't ever get to the point. To where you think God is not doing enough? Or God is not good. God is good all the time. Even in trouble, He good. I, I have I have been in trouble to the point to where. God would just put his hand and say, Walker, I'm going to let you stay in this trouble because gonna, you're going to learn from it, but I ain't going to let the enemy do no more. I'm not going to let him do what he desires to do. So he allowed me to be in trouble, but he did not allow one enemy to touch me. But I went through the trial in order to learn. Learn first and foremost. Of who God truly is. That's the reason true Christians that trust God have a personal relationship. It's personal because they know what it is to go through the fire with God. Know what it is to to go through low places and high places with God. And come out just like Paul described in Philippians the fourth chapter. when, When he said in every situation. I have learned. I have learned to live above and beneath. And then he concluded in Philippians 4 and 13 by saying, I can do what, Paul? All things. Why? Because Christ strengthens me. He gives me the strength to go through stuff in my body, in my mind, in my finances. And I can do it because I can do all things through Christ, that, helped me again, strengthens me. What does that say about him? He's good. I've been drilled in this. How many are getting it? Now, I need to go to three passages of Scripture. I'm hurrying, but y'all, y'all got to stay with me. Go with me to the book of, uh, go with me to Psalm 33. Psalm 33. That's, that's where I want to start. Lord, help us. Woo, Jesus. Psalm 33 and 5. Ready? He loves righteousness and justice. Talking about God. The earth is full of the goodness of who? Now you think that done changed since the pandemic? You think goodness had to leave because the pandemic showed up? Some of y'all do right here, maybe, because y'all y'all ain't really saying that. But that's that's another story, bro. But what what y'all think? Y'all y'all give me a hard time sometimes at no section. Look look what he says right here. The earth is full of. That, That means if I leave here. and go to Florida Tennessee North Carolina California goodness gonna happen if if it's full of God's goodness that means before this day is over goodness gonna happen to me If it's full of his goodness Why shouldn't I expect it When I go to the grocery store Why shouldn't I expect it In the midst of a pandemic Why shouldn't I expect it When I go to the doctor Shout at your neighbor Say his goodness is all over the earth And it's all over the earth For me Why he put? Why did? He, why is his goodness everywhere for welcome. You could have put your name there. I'm not being selfish, but I'm, I'm just going to let you know it's for me. The earth is full of his goodness. That's when you should expect good when you go certain places. Oh, oh Lord, I don't know what's going to happen. You ought to expect good if God's I don't know how this going to turn. You know what? Even if they say something bad it's still going to turn out for your good. Wow, the earth is full of hills. That's the type mindset we have to have. Well, it ain't been working out for nobody. It's going to work out for me, though. Why? Because God's goodness is here. David so understood it to, to where he had the testimony that, that not only was the earth full of God's goodness, he said, hey, goodness following me. He, he didn't have to go nowhere to find it. Goodness following me. It, it's, I, goodness follow me. How long David? All the days of my life. That means everywhere David went he expected something good to happen and that should be every child of God's testimony that wherever you go goodness is going to follow you. That means money going to follow you. Wow! The Bible talks about money being a good thing. We just don't need to love it. It's a tool to be used to get stuff. The earth is full of ill's goodness. Yeah, we just going to ride over over to Tennessee, but we ain't looking for nothing. We just going over there. We coming right back. We just want to take a ride. I'm I'm looking for his goodness everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I'm looking for his. Say to your neighbor, you better get behind me because I'm looking for his goodness. But get this. You will get to a point to where you'll be just like David. Goodness just going to follow you. It's going to seem like everywhere you go, some good happening. <laughs> is so many folks in the midst of this pandemic that are negative pessimistic that they are not looking for good nowhere they are allowing the pandemic to control them even children of God but the Bible says this right here as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You have to be led by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God is going to lead you get this according to Scripture. The Holy Spirit would never say anything that is in contrast to the Word. Yeah, we we go, we, the earth is going through something right now. But it's not going to control me. I'm going to be led by. The spirit. Of God. And quit just seeing bad. Some, some of you that's, that's. That's all you talk about. Because that's all you seeing. But if this verse is right. Right here. Yeah is full of his goodness. Lord Amherst, I got to go a little further. Psalm 52. Y'all stay with me. Psalm 52 and one. Woo. Why do you boast in evil? Notice this. Almighty oh, man. People in power. And and, and in our day and time, you'd be like, man, seems like everybody that's got a position that could change stuff is doing everything but trusting God. They're boasting in what the pandemic is doing. It's one thing to say what's happening, but, but it should be another thing if, if you are claiming to be Christian. Y'all didn't like that. I'm going to tell the truth. Look at this right here. Why do you boast in evil, but notice again, almighty man. Look at this. The goodness of God endures. Notice this continually. God ain't going to never stop doing good for his children. When I die it's going to be a good thing. Blessed are those who die in the Lord. Hence said the spirit Why? that they may rest from their labor And their works will follow them. When you are a child of God and you trust your God, good is going to happen to you while you live. And even in the day you take your last breath, His goodness never ceases. Walker, don't you think you got enough now? No, because his goodness never ceases. That's the reason David talked about my cup runneth over. It's running over. I, I had enough, but he's so good to where he just keep pouring more and more and more and more. You better put your little cup down. So when my cup run over, some of us know what it is to have a cup running over. God don't bless you with so much goodness to where you don't have room to put. He don't bless you with so much to where. Some of us monthly you giving stuff away simply because God done bless you with so. How many understand it? He gives us goodness how? Continually. That's the reason we don't need to boast in no evil. Celebrate God. Celebrate how God is still taking care of his children in the midst of a pandemic. Celebrate God being sovereign, being in control, being in charge despite what's going on. Has God left, lost his power? Certainly not. Look at your neighbor and say, God has not lost one ounce of power. He's still sitting on his throne. The earth is still God's footstool. He's still reigning and ruling from his heavenly throne. He's still in control. What is he carrying out? He's carrying out his word. You holding on? Isaiah said in Isaiah 55 that once he sends forth his word, it will not return unto him void. It will accomplish everything that he sent it to do. Everything. Lord of mercy, let me move on. Lord and Lord and mercy. Say to your neighbor, we have to believe. In God's goodness. God's goodness, go with me to Psalm 65. I'm closing. I'm getting ready to close. Just, just hold on. Psalm 65 and 11. Notice that the, the discernment of the psalmist in reference to God, and ask yourself if you have this same type discernment. Look at what he says. He says, "You crown." The year with your goodness but he he ain't done then he goes on and say and your pads drip with abundance you crown the what year You encircle, you surround the year with your goodness. Walk, I want you to check. I bless you in January, February, March. Since the pandemic has been going on, he has been crowning his children with his goodness. Check your calendar. He blessed you in January. He blessed you in February. He blessed you in and some of you in March COVID came at you but guess what? He blessed you through COVID. Why? He cried with his goodness, and then he turned around and said, And all, and when you walk down your path, your path is gonna be dripped with abundance. He's still causing stuff to come your way, not just from the north, south, east, and west, but seven directions. your good God is doing all of this hold on let's go back to Psalm 34 and 8 that's the reason notice how Psalms 34 and 8 closes notice this I'm going to read the entire verse but now we're focusing on the latter clause oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man a woman who trusts in him. See, when you done tasted him, you trust him like you've never trusted him. You don't care if folk look at you crazy, it seem like you're too happy and we're going through a pandemic. How come you that happy? Because I trust God. And get this. When you trust God, it says that you're blessed. You're blessed. And when you're blessed, you experience Proverbs 10 and 22. The blessings of the Lord makes one and he has no sorrow with it. And I'm done. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.